0: Right, We're going now, we're going to go around now to the garage around the corner and we're going to engage with the roof sleepers there and see what we can do for them, yeah, and then make our way into town.
1: It's just gone half eight out at the Feeder Homeless base in Finglas and those working in the outreach team are starting their rounds.
0: My name is Anthony Walsh, founder and chief executive of the Feeder Homeless Charity. I was homeless for 20 years myself and I told my life around about 10 years ago, 15 years ago. I suppose I battled addiction for years. As someone with
1: first-hand experience, as you said yourself, sleeping on the streets, Mm. what changes have you seen since you started doing this work?
0: To be honest with you, it's got worse. It hasn't got better, it's got worse back when I was in the hostels they weren't as bad uh, now it's just there's a lot of drugs in the hostels there's a lot of bullying intimidation people's belongings being stolen but back when I was homeless it wasn't that bad so we've a lot to do throughout the night we've a lot of locations that we would do across the city engaging with people that we know who's bedding down each night and in fairness We're only tipping the iceberg. We're not reaching everybody. There's a lot of people out there that we're not getting to that nighttime. There's a lot of people in different locations that we don't even know. You know, the likes of the Phoenix Park, we'd never find them.
1: You've the van fully loaded here, any Food, toiletries, clothes, sleeping bags, tents. I'm gonna join you now for the evening and I'm gonna speak to some of your team. So we'll carry on. We will indeed. My name is Katie and I'm a volunteer for Feeder Homes. I'm a team leader on the night outreach, so we'll get a van and we'll go out and meet rough sleepers where they're sleeping and get them a bit of food and try and get them a bed for the night. What are kind of the items you'll be bringing along tonight? We have a lot of pot noodles, they're very popular, uh, soup and sandwiches, and we're off to collect a bit of pizza tonight as well, so that'll go down really well. What are some of the main issues that you're hearing from the service users, and particularly this time of year now when the weather's changing? Especially now it's getting colder, it's just getting the beds for the night. A lot of them are looking for beds to get in, but there's none really by a certain time of the night, so they're having to bed down rough, but a lot of them would like to get in out of the cold. We try our best with sleeping bags and blankets and clothes, but it doesn't be a bed at the end of the day. As we make our way through the city, we find one man asleep on the wet ground near the River Liffey and met with others who are finding shelter in a tent.
0: My name is John. I'm homeless the last three or four months. On and off, over the years I've been homeless, over and over the years. I suffer with PTSD and the emergency accommodation at Dublin at the moment is very up and down. For me, it's especially because if I go and share a room with three other fellas, I get nightmares and different things and I won't stay on it.
1: What would you like to see being done now in terms of accessing an emergency bed?
0: well more housing for people as well it's just small little rooms people don't want big houses or three bedroom four bedroom houses or fa- fancy just something small you close your door close your curtain bond the heat if you want bond the kettle if you want to
1: and with the winter season kicking in now how does the cold weather change the life of someone who's homeless change
0: a lot of things because when you're walking around you're freezing cold and you're staying stay out and you're going back out in the cold and you're getting wet you know and you get sick as well like.
1: how does it feel then when you ring up looking for a bed and you're just told
0: look there's no room sometimes they tell you oh, maybe tomorrow night that hope you know
2: We've been homes over three months. I was in a two-bedroom apartment house. Uh, Hap was paying the most of it, and I got into arrears with Hap, and then I got an eviction notice. So we ended up here.
1: So that was four months ago in Leash. In Leash, a- yeah. And now we're by the canal in Dublin. Yeah. You have your tent here. What are your circumstances now, day to day, or? Day to
2: day, we just we wake up, we go to a shop and tap for money for food for cigarettes. The outreach come at night time. We. What you see here, some food, water, very grateful for that. They've offered us a hostel separate, which we weren't comfortable with. We're both in recovery. We relapsed a couple of months ago. We stayed clean for a number of weeks and then we relapsed again a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it's very depressing That's out here.
1: How does life change for you when the weather kicks in like it has in the past few weeks?
2: Our clothes get Everything uh, drenched. Everything's um, yeah, there's no laundry, um, but out here it's constant. It's hard to even motivate yeah. yourself to get up and try and get dry clothes out of your belongings when the weather is wet and like last night, torrential rain.
1: What can be done to help your situation or what would you like to see being done to improve? Well it would
2: make a big difference to have a dry place right. to put our clothes to put our shoes, you know, to be able to Just wake up for electricity. A could few, few instances where other addicts, alcoholics, strange people have been down there. One lad tried to practically nearly raped me our belongings taken what's next
1: or i know it's hard to plan when your circumstances ideally, are so up in the air but
2: ideally uh the states
1: return home yeah,
2: yeah. i'm and going him. as well but uh
1: one way ticket out of here
2: yeah yeah Addiction plays a big role in it yeah. too she has stopped me probably way. five times in the last three months that we've been here from walking out in front of buses and lorries even though i don't want to do it it's just like it's like i can't do this anymore i don't want to be doing it
1: from next month, there are set to be an extra 240 permanent beds and 40 extreme weather beds coming on stream in the Dublin region. But Feeder Homeless believes these emergency beds need to be introduced sooner as founder Anthony Walsh says the system is often full when he rings. Hey, it's
0: Anthony from Feeder Homeless. Hey, uh, I wonder if you have any beds there. OK, no problem. Thanks very much. There you go.
1: So could you just explain there, the call you've had there, this is one of the main issues you're highlighting at the moment.
0: The issue that our night outreach team has when we're out on the street each night, as you can see we've engaged now with a few roof sleepers, but for now, anyone that wants a bed will not be able to get one. We'll be left out on the street sleeping in a sleeping bag. And I think that's unacceptable, but we have this issue every single night for the last two and a half weeks. After half nine, Coming up to 10 o'clock, there's no beds left in the system. We've rang there and there's no male and no female beds, which is disgraceful because anybody who wants a bed tonight, who's out on the street will not get a bed, will have to sleep out on the street with a sleeping bag. I'm calling on the Housing Minister and I'm calling on Dublin City Council and the DRHE to bring forward these cold winter beds to ensure that anybody who wants a bed at night can get a bed, can get access to a bed into a hostel, out off the street and out of the cold. A few weeks down the line is too late. With the weather getting cold and the temperatures dropping at night, the fear is amongst the homeless community and amongst the outreach workers is that we're going to see more deaths.
2: News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.